Hello, and welcome once again to the weekly inebriated scriptural exegesis and source study, or wise-ass. The drunkest Bible study in all of Oklahoma County, and possibly the only one that takes the Bible exactly as seriously as it deserves. <laughs> Today on the show, we're going to be covering the Book of Psalms. What are we on? Dude, Chaz, it's you. Chaz, 109. Actually, I can... What can you do? 104 is on there, too. <laughs> Are we ready for a 109? No, we're no, not. Is it a 104 now? 104, yeah. Right. 104 I, is good. Yeah, I, was, I didn't read it really carefully. It's one of those ones I started to go back, but um, it's got a lot of good like cosmology and stuff. Which I'm, I'm a sucker for some cosmology. Um, well, like in but, verse 13, when he watereth the hills from his chambers? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Uh... Wow, that really does make us look kind of like the urinal. <laughs> he waters the mountains from his upper chambers. Huh. That, there are lots of other, you know, cosmology traditions that involve gods, different gods and their bodily fluids, so it wouldn't be... Really? <laughs> yeah! It's been done. Yeah, usually oh, yeah. the Earth is created by, like sex or something, isn't it? Yeah. Or, like, or at least in, in the lands of Canaan, that was the... Like a big bag of seed falling into the ocean or something? The ocean is, yeah, sometimes god semen. Well, it kind of is. <laughs> I mean, it's salty and teeming with life, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> I just throw that... But that's not... It doesn't say that here. It just... Uh... <laughs> but if you spill the ocean, God doesn't execute you. <laughs> so you grow hair on your palms. <laughs> you go blind. So what, what What should we be focusing on in Psalm 104? Well, it mentions this is where Leviathan has been turned into God's plaything. In verse... 26. Sweet. And that, um, well, the main reason was my my notes compare this to um the Enuma Elish, in the Egyptian um, hymn to atone, um, apparently it uses similar language, so I'll probably try to look into it later because it sounds interesting. The Enuma Elish is like the Mesopotamian creation epic. There's a lot of points in the Bible, both here in Psalms and in Job, which we just got through, where the writer praises God by uh, invoking these beasts. All these, mm -hmm. these things creeping innumerable, both small and great beasts. And, oh, look, there's the sea monster who you made to play in the seas. Isn't that great? Um, yeah. That's an interesting way of praising God. I, I wish that they mentioned how glorious that they were all, <laughs> like, descended from a single life form. But, you know, that would have been cool. Yeah. Well, that's I think, um, God. I think in these writings, I've read a lot of reference that the Leviathan and the um, behemoth and stuff, they represent chaos. Um, they've taken, like, the old... Um, monsters who are like the foes of Baal, and they've just kind of become like I don't know if a mod I don't I can't think of a modern analogy, but they're kind of just like personifications of what's wrong with the world. Well, if if I had to think of a personification of chaos, I would have to say that there's children, uh, or or just you know any collection of two and three year olds really. Basically, you go to a daycare. <laughs> What else personifies chaos? I don't know. My dog's pretty chaotic. Yeah. 
I have to take his collar off to record this. There are so many collar jingles in the history of the Godcast, it's not even funny. <laughs> Here we're listening to the I old episodes. I collar on once, and it was so loud that I took it off. No, not just you, it's like my dogs and other dogs. <laughs> and a number of episodes were recorded in the living room where it's just inevitable. I mean, there's not yeah. sounds of my dog jumping off things. <laughs> Who says there aren't? I guess it's possible there are. It's hard are. to tell what that sounds like, you know. Like most people don't have sharp enough ears to be like, "Ooh, ooh, that sounds like a wiener dog jumping off a table." That is a dog <laughs> jumping off a lawn chair. I mean, Chad's would recognize that sound, but not everyone would. I think Wallace needs a treat. One oh nine. Um. Yes. yes. No. Maybe. Paul's moving our shit along here. All right. I'm trying. Well, I gotta enough. be good for something since I failed to nom. Yeah, what the hell, dude? <laughs> Failed to nom. You're like Henry Kissinger. <laughs> so 109. Chaz. Well, 109 was uh, imprecatory, but very good at it. You know, there were there were a lot of imprecatory uh, psalms, but this one was especially harsh. It says, uh, you know. Let his days be few, and let another take his office. Let his children be fatherless, and his wife a widow. Just to... That's just one, can I, that's just two verses. Can I, can I say something? Uh, that that oh. verse, let his days be few, and let another take his office, is actually posted at my place of employment under a picture of Obama. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't there a preacher on a news show that read that out about Obama? There could have been. That is so terrible. That's really it terrible. It's definitely terrible. I mean, I hated Bush, but I don't, I don't think I would ever think to post that. I, I, I mean, maybe on Twitter, but not in my office. I, I've made that. Well, there's like a wall of various political cartoons that people have. I've decided. It's not a cartoon. Well, <laughs> it's more of an assassination threat than a cartoon. <laughs> not, not cartoons. Emails. Chain emails that they received. Oh, my God. I, I, I've sometimes printed off Snopes and, and like, tack them over them. Like, uh, hilarious. No, no um, I don't think they appreciate it very much, but I try. I mess around with one of our... Uh, we have a billboard at the office where I'm always putting, like, gay pride stuff just to see how long it takes to get torn down. <laughs> But I just kind of like tweaking the people there, you know. That would be awesome. I just like fucking with them. I'm going to start. Like, they'll put up there, like, oh, church is having an Easter celebration. I'm like, ah, gay pride festival. <laughs> <laughs> like, if it's if it's fair for you to put up the Easter flyer, then, you know, you kind of open the door there, buddy. All right, so back to 109. And yeah, there's some great imprecations in here, Chess. Yes, Definitely. and I, the one that caught my uh, eye was verse 14, when it says... Let the iniquity iniquity of his fathers be remembered with the Lord, and let not the sin of his mother be blotted out. So I I always love it whenever they do the whole sins of thy father thing. Hmm. I yeah. thought it was only supposed it's to last seven generations. Well, the Bible is somewhat unclear on this. Point. Well, yeah. I thought that it was seven. Well, I don't know. I could be way off. I thought it was seven generations if it was like between person to person type thing. But if it was like between God and person, then. Oh. Shit, it was forever. Oh. <laughs> this shit gets real at this point. Wait, yeah. Who, who is he? Who is he calling down curses on in this? Uh, um, it's the so kids hard to keep you picked track. on him at school. 
I mean, it's always like they that compassed him about with words of hatred, right? Which does sound like the kids who picked on him at school. <laughs> Sounds just like that. Yep. And fought against they surround me, me with words of hatred. Well, it starts in verse 6. It says, Set thou a wicked man over him, and let Satan stand at his right hand. And then from then on, it starts talking about he, 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 he. Mine says that hmm. 6 through 19 seem to be spoken by the enemies. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. But it feels so familiar. So, like, that's what David feels like his enemies say about him? Well, David didn't write any of these. Oh, we didn't yeah, talk well, about whatever. that. Well, whatever. Whoever wrote it, like uh, they like to attribute them to David. Yeah, any all event. the so it's like, all the attrib- attributions are late and not real. It could have been another guy named David. It, wait, even the ones that have names that we don't have tied to actual people? Um, I think so. Huh? We have more because I thought it was the headings that were the the uh, headings that were late. Wait, are there all all the attributions in the headings? I mean the headings. What do you mean by attributes? Well, okay. Sometimes the of David shows up in the in the verse, and sometimes it shows oh, up oh, in the heading. Oh, okay. No, no, I just mean the headings. Sorry. Okay, you're just talking about the headings. Yeah. The headings are all late. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we're agreed. Because most of the headings don't even get first numbers, and they're completely eliminated from some translations. Yeah, mine doesn't have them, and it emits the amens and the salas. Did we talk about oh. that last time? I don't remember. Yeah, we, we did not we did. talk about the salas. Like, well, we talked about how it means you, you have to take a drink. Yeah. Salah. Well, because they don't know Sweet. what it meant. There's a, psalm. so. There's a psalms drinking game. Mm. There is. Every time we see the word salah, you have to take a drink. Shit. Too late. I meant to choose one f- just for that purpose. <laughs> I didn't. Buttery bowels again. That's all I gotta say. Wait, wait, where's that? Eighteen. Ah, yeah, like, there's an enema, I think, in there. <laughs> oh, I was looking that up to see what it... If they're, they're, they're shoving water up someone's bowels. I mean, that, that's that got to be an enema. Wait, what verse? 18. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that's a high colonic if ever I saw one. <laughs> the oil into his bones, is that good? Like, good for the joints? I don't joints? even know what that means. Yeah, I don't even I have no idea what that means. Bones is H6106, which is either bone or substance or self. Or body, or limbs, or members, or external body. So, (laughs) Yeah, that looks like an enema. Even in my other translation. It's a cursed enema. You know, I did see somebody oil themselves up and... Never mind. <laughs> I saw it at the game. Uh, any of you guys go to Prize yeah, last weekend? I saw it. He was glistening. He was beautiful. Yeah, he was very glistening. With all that. Uh, what's that? What's the lube that sponsored the uh, bins? It wasn't Astroglide. It was somebody else. Sponsored what? The trash bins. Santorum? Yeah, I think it was Santorum. <laughs> Santorum brand foaming substance. <laughs> Just Google Santorum. Oh, we all know that. No, God, don't Google Santorum. <laughs> doesn't. It's pretty awesome that's been gone for like eight years and there's no sign of going away. No, it's never going to go away. Mm-hmm. It's a hundred years from now, the internet archaeologists will be like, why is this guy famous again? <laughs> Did he invent a very vigorous form of anal sex? <laughs> the second one didn't really catch on. Was that Saddleback? What was that guy's yeah, Saddlebacking. Oh, Lug- yeah, the church. Oh, wait. The, the church. Rick Saddleback. Yeah, saddlebacking. What does that mean? 
What is unprotected anal sex? I don't I know. That was, that, you know. Is that when teens had, had anal sex to preserve their virginity? Wow, that makes sense. I mean, given the theology. Okay, <laughs> uh, you guys so, do that while we move on to the next song. Which would be? See, see that, Paul? I beat you to it, but just barely. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's 137. Are we going to make oh, the one? I just listened to Nehemiah ne- 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 and Nehemiah. I wasn't here for that one. And uh, Paul's segues were just an A plus effort. Yeah, that was pretty amazing, Paul. <laughs> well, that's only the first half too. So 137. <laughs> okay, 137. By the rivers of Babylon, we sat down. Yay, we wept. Oh, yeah. I mean, we were talking about preparatory prayer. This is the imprecatorious mostness. Um, <laughs> I've actually seen some of these in uh, no shit in uh, reggae lyrics. Really? I was gonna say anyway. Yeah, even yeah. all the way, even out outside of reggae, to uh, Sublime has a cover of a song that they have on one of their albums that I has this first most, line in it. Yeah, it's one of the more famous psalms, I think. Um, but the part, um, the last verse, verse nine. I don't see anything wrong with that. <laughs> yeah, because I've seen that Not before. That you kind wouldn't. of trotted out as like one of those, you know, horrible verses in the Bible. Yeah, like the entire book of Joshua. Yeah. <laughs> uh, was it happy shall he be that taketh and dasheth thy little ones against the stones? And I think it's a little bit unfair because this is like kind of a um, it's an Israelite who's been like deported and he's sitting in Babylon and he's just like wishing horrible things on the Babylonians. And, right. I mean, I'd and give him a break it, about it. I I would too, but I, I will not give a break to the people who say this is the inspired word of the holy living God. Oh yeah, because they just take that verse and they're like, well actually I think they ignored this verse because it sounded... <laughs> See, this makes perfect sense as a lament, as you as you frame it, as one person saying, oh, I wish that it, this would happen to the Babylonians like it happened to us. Mm-hmm. You know, that makes sense. But to frame it as God inspiring these verses, that's the problem. That's yeah. what the modern evangelicals do, is they say, well, God basically wrote this stuff. He breathed it into the mind of the writer. What a, I'm mixing metaphors there, but you know what I'm trying to mm-hmm. say. This is, this is not a narrative. It's not just relating the events of a story like Esther. So they can't they can't get off on the uh, the get out of jail free card that says well this is just how the story happened the Bible does not approve of this oh because yeah. this is a hymn book this is this is liturgical prayer this is to be you know sung in church or synagogue or what have you so the, the idea is how, how do you get away from from the fact that this is just repugnant what's the escape clause that you want to use you can't use the oh, well we're just telling a story clause. So you've got to use another one. And and you'd be surprised, like, the stuff they come up with. That's a good like, point. Like, some people will just face the problem head-on, like C.S. Lewis, and say, well, you know, God didn't write that. This is <laughs> just this is just the recording of someone's lament, and it's, it's useful and instructive as scripture, but that doesn't mean that, you know, he approves. It's just giving us part of you know, the background of how these people felt, which is, I guess, kind of the escape clause of, mm-hmm. you know... Relating the story, you're, you're not relating the story. You're relating the feelings of the people who were there. Uh, so that, 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 that's how some people faced up to it in the pre. How do I put this? Pre-evangelical movement. 
But I don't think modern evangelicals have that ability to, to take that approach. They can't say, well, God doesn't really mean this to be, you know, the inspired word or anything. Mm-hmm. I think we just skipped over this. <laughs> yeah. You didn't preach Psalm 137 in your, it wasn't in your church? I don't think so. It's not very useful for their anti-abortion. <laughs> Maybe we need to get like a, a an editorial cartoon of Dr. Tiller smashing babies against stones. That's a really like, look how happy he is. He's so happy. It's okay. They're Babylonian babies. <laughs> Fourth trimester abortion. Yeah, exactly. I've suddenly Fourth seen a loophole in Rose's idea for anti-abortion where we could just have women who want an abortion sign like an affidavit that says that they're Babylonian yeah. <laughs> that's the Psalm 137.9 abortion loophole <laughs> well it's legit <laughs> isn't there a loophole in the law where if you cause someone to have an abortion you just have to pay them money that's that's in there but there's, an, there's a whole other apologetic for that <laughs> of course I don't want to go into it right now of course there is yeah it's going to take up way too much time if we go into that right now. Yeah. So, if we do implement the Psalm 137.9 abortion loophole, uh, even if it's like partial birth abortion, you have to at the end of it all, throw it against a rock. (laughs) (laughs) As a ceremonial part of how you finish it off. Like you do with pasta when you throw it against the wall to see what's done? Well, you've got to dash it against the stone to really be proper about it, so... Even if it's a tiny little, like, DNC, you've got to take whatever's left and toss it against a rock. Def- define dash. And you have to be happy. Oh, and my God. You'd be like, woo, and then throw it against the rock. <laughs> <laughs> and in Kansas, you have to document all that to show that you did it biblically. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Took me a second. Um, were there other psalms at the end that we wanted to? I know Shelley had spoken about wanting to talk about something at the beginning. Yes, we can talk about whatever you guys want now, because I think we, we covered the parts that we wanted to cover. Right. I think, And we, we definitely put some emphasis on the psalms of lament and imprecation. Well, they're mostly oh. lament, so just statistically. Did, did you guys notice oh. there were some psalms that just basically talk about how great the king is? That's like all that they do? Yeah, the royal psalms. Yeah, the royal psalms, they just do nothing but, like, uh, utter flattery with their lips onto the king. I guess they think those are, you know, actual old psalms about the king written for the old kings. Yeah, I think that they were, you know, it's it's like, hail to the chief, he's the chief and he needs hailing. Da, da, yeah. da, you know. <laughs> <laughs> those are the lyrics. Those are the lyrics. Don't you hear lyrics when you hear that song? I know I do. You know the Bugs Bunny song has lyrics? <laughs> the mirror, no. The mirror go around broke down. Something like that. Uh, now I'm going to look that up. But not right now. Okay. Um, the other psalms I didn't find as interesting. The royal psalms were kind of like weird. Like, mm. But... It makes sense to me that uh, the people obsessed with uh, divine tyranny would, al- would also just totally kiss the ass of the king. Yeah. I like um, in Psalm 58, verse 6, um, talks about smashing lines in the mouth. I like that. And apparently the word for... Um, that was actually a prophecy about football. No, wait. I don't... That's not right. 
Did um, you say smashing lions in the mouth? No, young lions. The word is um, oh. kafir, which is kind ah. of identical to the Arabic word kafir, meaning infidel. And so oh, yeah, even yeah. in my translation, it sometimes translates young lion as um, unbeliever. Oh, I like those. The word underwent some kind of semantic we got compared to lions enough that it became... We, we unbelievers should go ahead and make young lions our mascot. Yeah. <laughs> Better than sheep. Yeah, it's true. I'd, I'd much rather be compared to young lions than sheep. We have claws. That's a neat meme. We should... We ain't sheep. Yeah, we should, we're lions. We should, we should launch that meme in Hebrew just to make it obscure and cool. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> Well, then there's... I better go make a rage comic. It's like the word for sheep with a big X over it, and then the word kafir. Like, what's that? <laughs> yeah, I read your tweet about that. that oh, Soldier yeah. with the kafir and... Oh, yeah. I just thought it was kind of creepy. I don't know. Because we're in the dark here. I don't... Oh. There was, um... Well, I met... Well, I saw this, um... Uh, Vermont National Guardsman. And he had... He had on his... Like his fatigue shorts, so he was like half in uniform. And he had a shirt that said, um, and the Arabic kafir, which I can read because it's the one Arabic word I know. And under that, it said infidel. And I'm like, wait, he's, I mean, I kind of view that kind of as a funny way to mean atheist. Uh, no, it's, it's sold at like conservative bookstores. Yeah, I don't, I doubt he was an atheist, and he kind of meant it more like a, he meant I'm, I'm anti-Muslim. Yeah. That's, that's, what, that's what it means at the conservative websites that I've seen. Okay. Yeah, that's what I was saying, because it's kind of creepy, because he's in the Vermont National Guard, you know, and they's, they've been sent to Afghanistan. And Can you imagine that people who have to fight in Afghanistan would end up having anti-Muslim sentiment? <laughs> that's crazy talk. Possibly the fact that they're trying to kill each other. <laughs> I, I'm guessing that also there's some anti-American sentiment in Afghanistan. Well, maybe just for the same reasons. Yeah. What are you talking about? We're liberators, man. We're bringing the freedom. <laughs> I, I so wish that they saw it that way. <laughs> well, the only thing I wanted to so, say about the beginning is that I liked number two. Because I think it outlines everything that's batshit about this whole business. Really succinctly. That's all I really wanted to say. Can you be more specific about the batshit? <laughs> <laughs> well, we see, we see the Lord laugh um, in... Or he that sitteth in the heavens shall laugh. So I have LOL written in my little margin. Because <laughs> it amuses me to think of the Lord and net lingo in that way. And so that's kind of what's going on. It's the Lord's like, ha ha. And so it's, it's, not, it's not even just your usual, the Lord is going to smite these people because they're bad and wrong and not you. But he's actually, he's it's fun too. So... Yay, um, laughing while you smite people. <laughs> okay, I, I've got to mention this. In Psalm 2-7, there's a... Did we mention this last time? There's a verse in there that, that gets uh, quoted by the uh, Synoptic Gospels. Yeah, and you told... At the, at the baptism of Jesus. Uh -huh. You said we'll get into it um, when we get to the New yeah. Testament. But yeah, that's what I, I just wanted to mention that when we get to the New Testament, there's going to be loads of callbacks to... The Psalms, among other things. I mean, it's like just left and right. It's almost as if the Gospel of Mark was basically just made up by somebody who was doing a, like a Midrashic or a Haggadic retelling of 
the parts of the Old Testament that he saw as messianic. Uh, that's a theory. Mm. It <laughs> might be true, but we'll get to it. But so then in eleven, um, I think this. I think this is it. Like this is this is keeping it real right here. Serve the Lord with fear and rejoice with trembling. Don't get too comfortable, folks, because this is about the fear. Rejoice with trembling. That sounds like a tricky thing to do. Yeah. Mine says kiss the king. Yours is weird. Apparently, it's an obscure. It's obscure Hebrew, which means they don't know what it says. Right. Mine says kiss the sun, lest he be angry, and you. Yeah, but the sun. Yeah, the sun is the king in verse seven. Mm. Right. You see, he sets the king on the holy hill of Zion and says, "Thou art my son," and then you know, kiss him. Right. Kiss Hank's ass. Exactly. Kiss. Exactly. Oh, it just says, "Um, kiss you." The subject's not defined. That's why. It's always about kissing Hank's ass. And then, I mean, it's just, this is so weird and screwed up. Like, this is, like, the worst relationship ever. It, it just goes back and forth. Rejoice with Trump. There's so much. It's so oxymoronic. You know, even almost like rejoice with trembling. What does that even mean? And then in 12, it's, you know, kiss the sun, lest he be angry. So we have anger again and you perish from the way when his wrath is kindled, but a little blessed are all they that put their trust in him. What the hell am I supposed to trust this person who this moody, unpredictable. Right. Yeah. I thought we'd established that back in the Torah. I know, but it's, it's. I mean, this this one really stuck out to me. Like, this is honest, I guess. Yeah, it's very honest. It's like, look, people, you know, this is going to be fucked up, and it's not going to get less so. So buckle up, because <laughs> <laughs> this is what it's about. Go ahead and lube up, because there's going to be Santorum flying all over the place. <laughs> on, on your comment about rejoicing... And trembling. That word there, rejoice, is H1523. And what's interesting about that is the second meaning is actually to tremble and then in parentheses from fear. Fear? Oh. Isn't is, fear and trembling some book someone wrote? Kierkegaard. Ah. Yeah. But yeah, it says to, re- to rejoice or exalt or also to tremble and then trembling is just trembling. Yeah. Sorry, that's all. Yeah, this is really... So it could just be a, very a translation. Oh, I found another great line. Um, Psalm 111.10 The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Sweet. That one actually does get preached yeah, quite a bit. Of course yeah. it does. Oh yeah, that one gets loads of play. I always found the concept of like... I remember as a kid, I when I thought about the word like God-fearing, I'm like, wait, why is fearing God a good thing? It didn't make any sense to me. Well, obviously, you hadn't read the Torah back then. No. <laughs> I did watch one episode of Davy and Goliath. That was my religious education. <laughs> Damn, what a life. That and Jot. Remember Jot? Jot came up. You've, lo- the little- You've completely lost me. Jot. Oh, a little Josh. J-O-T, I think it is. What is it, though? Is it a cartoon? Yeah, it's a little bouncing dot thing um, that would... Jot the dot? Yeah, he would, and he would learn lessons on Sunday morning. Huh. Came on right before Damien and Goliath. Oh, man. Really? I feel like I missed out. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, it's gorgeous. It's like the 60s um, UPI thing. Yeah. UPA. Oh, it is UPA. Sorry, UPA was the um, animation school in the 60s that did the really, like, mid-century modern stuff. 
It was cute. Anyway. I didn't even realize, because I had no religious education when I was little, I didn't even realize it was a religious show. It would appear that Abby has more knowledge of animated history than anyone I know. Right, yeah. <laughs> so you can just look at, hey. look at the jot and be like, hey, that looks like a certain school of... Oh, it is! <laughs> Holy f***. Ray Harryhausen is still... It's like, watching, that's like watching Futurama and being like, oh yeah, but this was animated in Seoul. Oh, it was. <laughs> I didn't. I was rewatching The Simpsons, and I totally noticed when they went digital. It was the um, wow, the Radioactive Man episode. Well, the one where Homer gets his ass caught in a coolant chamber. No, the up and at them. <laughs> I've been rewatching them all in order. Oh, nice. Wait, they're still they're still going, aren't oh, they? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I stopped watching after like the season gotcha. ten. I think I I gave up on The Simpsons right about the time I fell in love with Futurama. Yep. Which is which is unfortunate. Is but is. Oh it's shit! Fun. Didn't the new episode start? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah, it's kind of like, like oh, Trump is back from the dead again. Like, yep. Yeah, they are. Kind of lost the enthusiasm, but I'll definitely catch up. Oh no, the Benderama episode is pretty entertaining. Let me get to my Pirates Bay. Speaking of, okay, do you guys have any more psalms to do? Because I have a project for next week. If you're interested. Yeah, new psalms. No, sorry. I don't have any more, okay. but I won't be here okay. next week, so. That's fine, screw you. Okay. Wait, where are you going to be? Texas. Um. Oh, there's two episodes i got to catch up on. Never mind, yep. sorry. Wait, okay, Shelly's going to be in Texas. Where's Paul going to be? Uh, at the Dropkick Murphy show. Ooh. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Uh, no, <laughs> I used to love them. <laughs> The Oklahoma Atheist Godcast is produced by the Oklahoma Atheists. The mission of the Oklahoma Atheists is to develop a community of individuals and families who value and promote critical thinking, free thought, reason, and a scientific worldview, and who seek to have a positive effect on the community at large through fellowship, rational discussion, community service, and education. For more information, please visit our website at www.oklahomaatheist.com.